Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Twirl Talk Podcast. I am your host, Liz Cox, and happy March, y'all. I cannot believe that we're here, (laughs) but we are, and y'all, this is our last month of season one of the podcast, and it makes me sad, but also I'm ready to gear up again, get some awesome interviews, and get season two underway for you guys. I feel like season one has been so awesome. You all have loved it, and so these last couple guests of season one are just rounding us out the best way I can imagine and I'm just so excited to introduce to you someone I have loved from afar on the internet for a long time. Courtney Whitmore of Pizzazzery is our guest on the podcast today and she is a blogger, author, and mom living in Nashville, Tennessee and y'all she is just an entertaining hostess extraordinaire and I'm in a couple weddings this year and I know tis the season for showers. It is for summer weddings, things are in the air, festivities are beginning, and I just thought what better time to have Courtney on the show and tell us all things etiquette of showers and how to plan an amazing shower, how to make those celebrations special, and what it is about celebrations and entertaining that makes it so special to her. So I am so pumped for you guys to hear this conversation. Courtney has incredible ideas on how to create the perfect shower or event celebrating a bride-to-be and also tons of great tips for the bride-to-be on how to love and show gratitude to the people celebrating her in this really sweet season of life. So get excited guys. Courtney is incredible and so fun and I can't wait for you guys to hear this conversation. So I'm going to shut up and let you enjoy this amazing conversation. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Miss Courtney Whitmore. Friends, I am so excited. We have Courtney Whitmore on the show today, and she is all things fabulous, all things wonderful, and you all are going to love her. So, without, I could talk about you all day, Courtney, but I'm going to let you talk about yourself because you are going to do it far better than I will. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, kids, hobbies, family, what you do, how you got there. Tell us all things. Sure. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, I am a blogger and author at pizzazzery.com. And um, I have one daughter. She's four, Blakely, and a dog, George, that might as well be a second child. Um, (laughs) I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and um, the blog is my full-time job. So I kind of got started. Do you want to kind of tell my kind of how I got started with the blog? Sure. Yes. Okay, so out of grad school, I was working at Vanderbilt um, as a career counselor, and it was okay. I didn't love it, Um, and I started throwing dinner parties kind of on the weekends. Um, I was single at the time, just kind of getting to know new girlfriends, and loved throwing the dinner parties, loved throwing holiday parties, um, and kind of just wanted to share the pictures with my mom and her friends, and so I was just snapping pictures of them, and Whenever I was online looking up new table ideas, there were a few blogs at the time. This is a long time ago, like eight and a half years ago. Oh, I'm loving this and, right now. Yeah, and I wanted, um, I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my pictures out there. I don't even know what I thought it would be at the time. Um, or I probably wouldn't have named it Pizzazzery, but I, <laughs> which, by the way, is the words pizzazz and patisserie combined. But every URL is taken. So. There we go. Anyway, um, so at the time, I just kind of created a pretty 
uh, basic looking website. And I just went to Etsy and got a logo, like had someone make me one for $15 or something. I mean, I should probably pull those out of the archives. Please. They're bad. Um, and so I just slapped up those photos that I'd taken with like my Blackberry at the time. Oh, this <laughs> and, is so um, good. Yeah. And I, just again, it was more just like to share them with people that I knew that weren't in Nashville, but it kind of grew and companies were asking to buy ad space on the website. And I'm like, all official, that will be $45 a month. Like, yes. I, had a, like I didn't know what I was doing. So it kind of started growing and I would work on it in the evenings or on the weekends. And it was just really that creative passion because at the career counselor job, I was just not creatively fulfilled and yeah. I hated it. Um, but I'm thankful I did because had I thought it was okay enough, I might still be there. Um, yeah. So I think you have to kind of, you better love what you do because if you, it, and I hope if you don't, that you truly hate it because that'll force you to find something you do love. But yeah. the worst, worst job is a mediocre one, but um, anyway, so I was asked by the local television station in Nashville to come do some segments. So I realized that was going to get tricky with work. So I made it work a few times, but <laughs> it's getting a little, the, the boss was not too thrilled about having two things going on. So I walked in and quit and wow. my parents are very, um, like you have a salary job. with <sighs> What are you doing? Like you do yeah. not, like, what is a blog? What are you doing? What is happening? It's like 2000. I don't know, something long time ago. Something. And um, eight and a half, nine years ago. So um, I said, I've, I really want to do this, you know, and though you could totally start to do this with kids at the time, I wasn't married. I didn't have kids. So I thought I can make this work, you know? Ah. So that first Monday morning, I, I call it my Monday, the Monday morning test. Basically that first Monday, I thought like, am I going to get up? and like make this happen? Or am I just gonna like sleep and be like, I work for myself. And, um, so no, it, it, I got up, I'm not a morning person. Um, I got oh. up at like 6am and I was rolling. I was so excited to make this oh. work. And I think that's the true test. Like if what you're doing does not get you up and out of that bed on Monday morning, then you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. So Sunday nights are not like a, I'm, I don't hate Sunday nights. I'm excited sure the job that I love. Um, but I got it going. That was full time. I was very lucky to get a book deal within a few months. I, I think I was in the right spot at the right time on that one. That's awesome. And then I worked with that publisher and uh, continuously and just um, published my last book called Pizzazzery Entertain and Style last fall. And then I just, I work with brands and style content to share for entertaining inspiration. And um, now here we are doing the same thing just with here the job husband and still in Nashville. So yeah, it's just kind of grown and progressed. The blog world is far different than it was a long time yes. ago, but so is any job and everything changes. Yeah. That's kind of the story of me. Oh, I love it. I didn't know any of that. So oh. I just like ate that up. That was oh, okay. so fun. Thank yeah. you for sharing all of that huh. on your latest book. It's so funny. I got gifted it twice or three times for Christmas. Oh People were like, she needs this. She loves this. Aww, so this is good. just so fun. Thank you. That's I, have, awesome. I have multiple copies in my awesome. apartment. <laughs> yeah, I, as do I. So that's great. One in every room. Well, that's good. Yeah. The people need it. They yes. need inspiration always. <laughs> um, I love that so much. Well, you are the queen of entertaining. So it only felt right to have you on the show as our expert for all things wedding celebrations. Yes. What are some bits of advice of like bits of advice or wisdom tips you'd share with someone who's hosting a bridal shower or a luncheon for a sweet bride to be anything from like 
how to stay budget friendly or picking a menu and venue. Like, I just feel like there, people don't really think about it, but there's like so much that goes into it to really have it be a good party and celebration and how to make it extra special. What would you, that was like a ton of expect. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it depends a little bit on budget. I think it's kind of the best place to start. If you, um, budget is not a concern then I love a seated luncheon or a seated, um, tablescape type event. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're, that's my favorite, but if budget's a concern, I would suggest doing finger foods, um, and taking the table and turning it into like a bar style buffet style. Um, don't feel like you have to serve a ton of food. People are chatting, talking, Brad these opening gifts. You're not there to fill their tummies for the entire day. Mm-hmm. So one cocktail, like two bite-sized desserts, and maybe three savory desserts. That's mm-hmm. it. Like that fills a plate, like an appetizer-sized plate. And again, host it at like, you know, two to four if you don't want to serve that full meal. Um, I, you can kind of fill the table with extra gifts on one side. If you don't want, if you feel like, gosh, my dining room table is going to look kind of bigger when I have three or four appetizers and one vase of flowers, it looks, you know, make one side gifts and wrap them all in like coordinating colors to your table. So if you're going with white, um, you know, make sure the gifts that you're giving are white with big white bows and let those kind of be the decorative gifts on the table and then pull them off when they're ready to open. So kind of double whammy those gifts as decor. Yeah. But again, don't feel like you have to make everything from scratch either. Sometimes it just makes sense to run up and grab like store-bought like baby biscuits and then get ham from the deli, little honey mustard, or there's baby southern ham biscuits. And you don't have yeah. to like yeast and roll your dough. Like, oh my gosh, no. So many things going on. Don't be afraid to kind of semi-homemade an appetizer and then a couple desserts and you're good. So that start with budget. But if yeah. it's budget's not a concern, like I said, I love a seated luncheon. It's just going to be more work and you may need to have someone on hand to help you with plates and salads and lunches and all those things. But whether or not it's budget friendly or whether or not you go to town and don't worry about budget, you definitely want to make it special. Mm-hmm. My mom's done this for years and years. And she, um, the, my godmother through my own Brad's made luncheon, but she, they did, they both did it there is the place cards, which you wouldn't have in a seated luncheon, but you could still do the same idea. Mm-hmm. The place cards were baby photos of all of the bridesmaids. And so you kind of found in a little silver frame or gold frame. Yeah. And so you could get those frames like a craft store or online. And then we, they would ask for the baby photo, like on the invitation, like just please send a baby photo to this email address, you know, print them out. And it's such a cute idea because everyone wow. looks, looks at everyone yeah. and how cute they were. Um, but if you're not having seated, then it can just be a fun thing to sit around or make a little garland out of it. Or if you really just want it, if the bridesmaids aren't there, for instance, mm-hmm. yeah. it's kind of like a hometown shower um, and make it all about that bride to be and the groom to be and get baby photos yeah. from like a mini rehearsal dinner, you yeah. know, yeah. of course at the rehearsal dinner, I swear people were mixing and mingling and no one saw the pictures. So do it in the uh, showers because especially your mom's friends or like your mother-in-law's friends, they love to see all the babies. And so I think that's a really special way other than just bridal decor and flowers to make it more meaningful because every event's going to have flowers and pick up foods and decorations. But this is about that bride to be and that, you know, it it really about her, but you can add the groom to be in there too. (laughs) But at least those, those bridesmaid luncheons and those showers really tend to be more about the bride, but um, break out those baby photos or monograms. I really love that too. I'm a Southern, so I'm a little bit cliche with all of this. We are too. (laughs) Um, but yeah, does that kind of give a few ideas? I think. 
Yes. Oh, I think that's fantastic. And I think that was so smart of saying like, cause we literally just hosted a party at the store two days ago and we got way too much food, like so much food. I was like, they, they chat. Somebody's on like keto or paleo or this and that. And it's like, you, you can't keep up with like what everybody no. So yep. pick a few small things yep. and no one's going to walk in and be like, there's no food, especially if you're serving yeah. it. If, if the party's at a, not a meal time, right. That's not the goal. Have a great champagne cocktail or don't even, if you don't have to, um, yeah. but have a great drink, always serve water to, um, jazz up water with, this is random, but jazz up water with, you know how to, I mean, just spa water. So like yeah. strawberries, lemons, mint, people will be like, wow, this is so fancy. <laughs> like that was $4 section, you know? And so just making jazzing it up, taking everything out of the containers that came in. So, um, even if you don't, like, even if you're just having water bottles, if you don't want to go so far as to do the little labels around, no big deal. Um, just take the labels off the water bottles that are there now and line up just clear water bottles. Like just wow. get labels out of the way and all the plastic packaging and then everything looks just fancier. So um, you can definitely do things the semi-homemade way and you don't need to have a lot of food. Yeah. I love that. I'm like, yes, yes, easy, 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 but good and pretty and meaningful. I love it. Well, practically speaking, do you have any places, and I guess you probably do locally, but like online or anything that you love to get pretty party supplies? Because I feel like there are so many things out there for weddings that are just not pretty. There are pretty things, but there are also very tacky things. And where do you kind of go for inspiration when you're planning and designing your own parties? Yeah. um, For weddings, I actually, if I was going to throw a wedding related celebration now, I would probably not even, well, first of all, I'd probably go to Pinterest and start a board just because it helps me wrap my mind around kind of a color scheme or whatever. Yeah. But I actually wouldn't search wedding. Um, I would probably just search party or tablescape because I don't want that tacky wedding, like big, overly laced type thing. Um, but just, I don't want that. So I would probably just search traditional party ideas or like boho chic party tablescape, or just throw a few keywords in there. That's your style or like Southern tablescape. Um, I even saw a baby shower one time, like rip out all the baby elements. And I really liked how they did the flowers, you know, but if you're only or bridal shower, you're going to miss a lot of inspiration. So yeah. I will usually search for other types of parties to kind of get away from that wedding look. And then I will add that wedding look the way I want it to be back in, whether it's, you know, like those mementos, like the baby photos or the, the weddings, the, the new couple's monogram on like a silver tray that maybe you used for treats at the party that then is a gift for them or kind of ways to do that. And I'm not afraid of white. Um, I love white. White is kind of the the typical bridal color, but I just threw a baby shower and it was mostly white with a few touches of blue. But if I was going to throw a wedding related celebration now, I would hands down do white. I would just do it without all the extra type of um, little, little tiny ornament type things. Like you don't need all that. So just classic white is beautiful, but the places I shop, um, this is going to sound bad, but because I'm kind of last minute a lot, Amazon has some basic uh, goodness. Yes. Like if you're like, I need, I didn't think I wanted a white tablecloth and now I want a white tablecloth. You could probably run to Pottery Barn, but you, if you just want something like simple that you're only going to use a couple times, like run to Amazon, don't run, then they'll run to you and like <laughs> Amazon. Um, besides that, if I want something really special, I'll usually go to Etsy. So mm-hmm. if I want if I want to do like little tent cards for the food and some gold calligraphy 
well, Lord knows I can't write like that. So I go and, you know, and and sometimes you'll find on Etsy, they're doing them for um, like the seated place cards for a wedding, like orders of 200 or whatever. Well, if you mess with them and you're like, I need eight that say ham biscuits, champagne punch, blah, 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 blah. It's usually like $4 and they're ready in like a a few days, you know? Awesome. And those kind of things just make the table look pretty. So those are kind of the little Etsy touches that I'll do, Mm -hmm. like, like calligraphy. Um, Amazon for quick stuff. Like if you needed more champagne flutes and you couldn't get to target. Um, but typically I'm not shopping at a lot of party supplies cause I feel like I want to do it my own way. Um, shop sweet Lulu is a place that I sometimes will get really okay. cute cocktail napkins. If I want like a napkin by the drinks, that's really cute. Natalie Chang on Etsy has some cute ones that say cheers and calligraphy. So sometimes I'll add in those special elements, but usually I'm using my own home decor, like simple, clear glass spaces and stuff like that. So I'm not really shopping for a lot of wedding related party stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. That's so helpful. It's so helpful. And we'll, we'll leave little links for all those things you mentioned. Cause that's, um, people are going to be like, I hear that. And then I'm not going to remember how to find that. (laughs) Any listener go to show notes. We'll, we'll have all those things. I love that. Well, what are some, cause I feel like this is a topic that I don't know. I feel like can be tricky, especially in the South. Um, what are some helpful tips for the bride to be when it comes to etiquette before, during, and after she attends a celebration hosted for her? Um, like tips on thank you notes, sending a guest list, this is a great question. Gifts, like all that stuff. All the things. Yeah. This is a great question. Um, before the event, if anyone has come to you throw showers, it can get a little confusing. You're like, gosh, aunt. Aunt, you know, Sue asked to do one and now I want my friends to do one because I'll like that party better, but I can't make my mom mad. And then my mother-in-law wants to throw one in another town. And then do I invite the same people? Cause do they have to give two gifts and then I'm going to fill right. So here all, here's, here's my take on it. If someone offers, you kind of want to make sure that you don't have too, too many in one town. A couple is fine, but get back to them, you know, let them know stay tuned. I'll let you know. And then once you do know, if you want them to have a shower, um, get them a guest list quickly. That's the first thing they need is invitations out. Mm-hmm. Then you can sit back and be the bride and not have to do anything, but you do have to get them that guest list. And if you feel like it's kind of shifting to a friend shower and a family shower, don't feel like you're going to hurt your friend's feelings if they're not invited to that family shower. Okay. It's okay because they don't, you don't necessarily need them at both of them. And then they're going to feel obligated to bring a gift to both. So you can let them off the hook as long as the family one has enough people and there's not like two people. Right. But, and if, and if there are, then have a couple of your close bridesmaid friends come, but be like, you don't have to bring a gift. I mean, they probably will, but um, bring something small, but just kind of trying to figure out, I think it's easier to do a friend's when they want to do one and then kind of the family, but let the close family friends come to both, but get the, get the hostess, their guest list. Um, and then day of take your host a little sweet something. It can be like $20 or less. Maybe it's cocktail napkins. Maybe it's like a local homemade treat, whatever. Maybe it's flowers, whatever, something little that you walk in and give them and be careful that it's everyone who's hosting the party. So sometimes it's at one person's house, but there's like four people hosting. So yeah, Gotta have four, unfortunately, but uh, anyway, four little somethings for whoever's hosting and hopefully the host or one of the hosts will help you when you're opening gifts to write down who is giving them to you. But if you don't see anybody kind of making that move, then have a notepad and a pen in your purse and ask someone if they could write down the names because you're probably not going to remember everything after 
and then get thank you notes out the door quickly. Get it done. The wedding is coming and you have so many things in your mind. Don't let this be one of them. Just like get it done. Yeah. Um, it, the looming over you is the most annoying part. So write the thank you notes um, the day after, just get them over with. And yeah, I'm trying to think of what else is that, that those are kind of my, like what I grew up knowing how to knowing to do. It's kind of how I was raised is the thank you notes go out quickly and you take your host and hostess a gift. Mm-hmm. Don't make them ask you for that invitation list four times. Like yep. they're doing such a sweet service to you to throw this shower. So like get your job done and then be done with it. So yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. My my Southern mama would be like, yes, Courtney, amen. Yes, and amen. Yeah. And like send thank you notes. I feel like nowadays and probably it's like my generation and below, they like don't realize that. I just kind of assume people would. So I'm like, get them out early, but I didn't even think about some people just don't do it. I mean, I would be like massacred and hung from like the roof if I didn't like write my thing. It's the same, the day after Christmas, the day after my mom lives around the corner and gave me a birthday gift a few weeks ago to my face, handed it to me. And I still have a thank you note written the next day because I knew what would happen if I didn't. Yeah. So yes, they're handing you the gift right there, but it's, it's also not that bad. Like get a small card. If you don't want to have to write a lot, get a little card and, you know, exactly. and, and sit down and watch a show and you can kind of repeat a few of the same sentences. You well, that's the thing. But, yeah, yeah. Like you don't have to write a monologue. No one reads them very long. So just thank you for the sweet gift. It means a lot um, to have you celebrate the special time with me. I look forward to seeing you at the wedding. Love so-and-so. Like, that's all nice. But anyway, yeah, thank you notes need to happen. Um, even Target has some cute little boxed ones. Oh, the best. That say thanks and gold on white or just something really simple. So no excuses. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to get out of that one. At least at least my daughter growing up and her – that will be passed on. So <laughs> Likely will be writing the thank you She does them now, actually. I, uh, okay. I kind of have her help them do them now, which is probably even too soon. But that's no, just it's how never too soon. I view it. Is, so that's just – it takes four seconds. So, yep. yeah. My mom, my mom raised me the exact same way. Yeah. So when I was Blakely's age, I was right. Yeah. So yeah, it's all good. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I'm, I'm just interested because this has become your life and your career. What is it for you about the heart of hosting and celebrating others that makes you come alive? Is there a special touch that you love to incorporate into your celebrations that make them meaningful to you and the people you're celebrating? Like, what is it about? celebrations that mean so much to you? Well, it's sort of like, it's sort of like my easel, I guess you'd say, or my, my canvas is really the right word. So I grew up loving arts and crafty type things. Like at camp in the summers, I would make pottery or I'd paint or whatever. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I'd get into this. And I mean, I was always doing something in grad school. I was monogramming cookies and selling them at like a local business here in Nashville for for actually mostly brides. Um, oh, okay. I've always been into that crafty stuff, but this is the same thing. I just, it's just for celebration. So a tablescape to me is just a blank canvas mm-hmm. and it's just my excuse to pick a color scheme, pick patterns, put together things. I love food. So add that. It, it just made sense. It's like a painting with food with the people you love. And so okay. it let me have, I would have loved painting as an example I keep using, but I would have loved that, but it's kind of, I don't know, you kind of isolate it. Like you're sitting there painting and then you have to try to sell this thing or keep it in your garage. So it's kind of like what you don't get to see people, you know, you're probably creatively fulfilled, but not in other areas. This Mm -hmm. makes me creatively fulfilled. Socially, you know, definitely. I love throwing celebrations and seeing the people I love. 
and it lets me kind of add personal touches to make things special. So I feel like it's kind of combines all the things I love. So food, family, and being creatively fulfilled, which is the reason I left the job that I had before this in the first yeah. place. So it lets me have that blank canvas, play with recipes and food and drinks and do it for people that I love. So that's kind of, or inspire y'all to do it for people that y'all love. So yeah. I don't necessarily have a tablescape dinner party every week, but I sure do style really? <laughs> Uh, but I love to be able to share those ideas with people. So I think it's like a blank canvas for, I'm mostly an, I'm mostly an extrovert. I'm kind of one of those mixed ones, but it's basically a blank canvas for like an extrovert who loves artsy crafty things and cooking. I so love that. Anybody who loves those things ought to get into kind of hosting parties because it's just, it will fulfill you creatively in all the ways and you just love it. You get into, even if it's just a game night with your friends or something like that. So yeah. That's yeah. so fun. That's yeah. so fun. And I didn't put this on here, but what's been like in your career of doing this, like what's been the highlight or maybe a couple of the highlights of your career so far? Probably the books, but really more the last book. That was kind of the book I always wanted. The first three were mm-hmm. more fun, but they were small niche books. Um, mm-hmm. Candy making for kids, push up pops and frostings. And I loved all those, but Pizazzery Entertaining Style is definitely the book I've been asking for for eight years and was so thankful to get it and do a book tour and have my um, book launch party at Draper James in Nashville at Reese Witherspoon store. Those were highlights. Oh, I would say. Um, that's the book side of things. Um, Lint chocolate is a brand I've worked with for a few years and they, for two years in a row, took me to the golden globes because they were a sponsor of the golden Globes. So <laughs> that's definitely like, that is not my norm. Those two Christmases. I was like, I cannot eat any more Christmases. I have got to get in because the Golden Globes are like the first week of January. Yeah. So I to LA and like put on a dress and have the glam squad. Like that was, that was just so far from my normal life. Oh, so uh, fun. I mean, normally I'm like eating a linguine in the plastic tray with the fork. <laughs> so I definitely felt like that is probably like my peak, you know? No, I mean, uh, that was definitely a highlight for me and the books and um, yeah, that I think those two things are really great, but truly the highlight is being able to do what I love every single day. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I, that's amazing. Yep. Check, check. Those yes. would be <laughs> yes, yes. all the things, books and golden globes. Yeah. Yeah. So better. I know. I'm like, I don't, I, I could just die happy now. No, I mean, right? I definitely want to keep doing, fun yeah. things. I don't know if I'll do another book. We'll see. I don't mm-hmm. know what's to come, but I just love to be able to share celebration ideas. So as long as I'm doing that, I'm happy. Golden Globes was a fun, those are fun perks, but I truly love to be able to kind of share those entertaining inspiration ideas, whether it's for bridal showers, like we're talking about, or mm-hmm. truly any phase of life. Yeah. I love that. That's so fun. That's so, so fun. Well, we asked this of everyone we interview. Our mantra here at Twirl is she twirled through life with a heart full of joy. What for you is the foundation of your joy? getting to work with my mom every day. So I grew up watching, we lived in Charleston when I was younger in downtown Charleston. And so my mom was hosting all these parties all the time and I was probably five or six and I would just be under the dining room table where she was probably like, get out of this room. But I would watch all her dinner parties and cocktail parties. And I was just kind of enamored by it all. And then in Raleigh, we moved to Raleigh. She wanted to have a book called Franzi's Tables. And she styled these tables when I'd come home from high school and she had a photographer style these, or she styled and had a photographer come shoot pictures of them. And back then though, you couldn't get a book deal if you wanted to. There was no internet. I mean, this was a long time ago. Yeah. So, but she saved all these photos. And so then when I was not loving that job and had my own um, town home and I was throwing dinner parties, I kind of remembered mom is like the queen of these, you know? And I mean, I grew up watching this. I knew all this, but 
So she flew in town a few times to help me with like some big Christmas parties I threw. And I think we both realized that maybe this can become a job. And we did party planning together once for a client and didn't love that as much because mm-hmm. we had to answer to someone else. We really wanted to be able to style our way. And yeah. when brands started coming to us, mom would fly in and help me with the book shoots. She would fly in and help me. And then I got married and got pregnant. And I said, mom, you have got to come to Nashville. So she moved here. Now she lives around the corner. So I think getting to do something with her, um, and kind of fulfill that dream of hers through mm-hmm. back job sort of, it lets, it lets her keep doing that. And that book, she co-wrote it with me, um, not called Franzi's Tables, but uh, to her, it's just, it was even better, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what keeps me going is that I get to work with my mom every day. Um, and obviously I hope that my daughter can see right. how important it is to love what you do. And um, then you really never feel like you're working. I mean, you're working, but I actually have to, force myself to stop, which I feel like is a good thing. Um, yeah. So I think being able to work with my mom and then also be able to be home with Blakely if I need to kind of play that stay at home mom slash working mom uh, feel so that it, that all of that together just drives me and just keeps me wanting to continue to do this. And I love it. I love that. Yeah. Just hearing, cause we, we talk all the time about like what legacies are you building? And it yeah. sounds like your mom has built such a beautiful legacy for yeah. you and that you want to be a part of living that out for her and then how Blakely is going to get to see that. That's just. Yeah. And she better want to do tablescapes or she's no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but I do hope that she's inspired by it. Um, and hopefully people viewing the website, there's, I, I throw a gingerbread house tea party every year at Christmas for Blakely. And so many people have sent me pictures of their gingerbread house tea parties they're throwing. Mm. And so no matter what event or celebration that you're, you know, the occasion is, I hope that people will start these traditions that mm-hmm. we do in our family. We kind of find a reason to party for, I mean, it's Thursday we party or it's Tuesday we party, but hopefully people know that, um, you know, even after the wedding, there are tons of celebrations to come. So finding, mm-hmm. you know, some creative fulfillment and entertaining is just something that will take you through life because we're always celebrating things and mm-hmm. it's just such a fun hobby, so to speak. So, yeah, I love that. There's always, life is too short not to celebrate. But Absolutely. I love it. I love it so much. Well, Courtney, tell our listeners where they can follow along with you if they aren't already. All the things. How do they, yeah. how do they keep up with you? So I am at Pizzazzeri, which is P-I-Z-Z-A-Z-Z-E-R-I-E dot, well, at Pizzazzeri and then Pizzazzeri.com. So at Pizzazzeri on all Instagram, um, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, all the things. So find me there, or you can email me at Courtney at Pizzazzeri.com. And, um, Instagram DM is probably the fastest way to get me though. If you really have a question, um, send me a DM on Instagram and whether it's about bridal showers and you have a question or you need the perfect favor idea, I don't know, what, whatever. So oh, happy to help however I can. And you can head to the blog and kind of search on the search bar for, you know, bridal shower or wedding. There's a few weddings on there. My wedding's on there. A couple different things, like my signature cocktail and some ways we, this is random, but we printed the recipe for the signature cocktail on cocktail napkins and it's called Tennessee ice water. So it's a fun way also, because people might love that signature cocktail, but they don't have the recipe. So print it on that. Oh, I love that, bar, you know, bar size napkin. So random little nugget of information at the end, but I love it. <laughs> but, I love I, it. but I love to share this kind of ideas. So if people have questions, I'm happy to answer them. And she's so fun to follow on Instagram guys. <laughs> That's like how this happened. I was like, I feel like I'm friends with Courtney already. And her dog is hilarious. <laughs> like 
<laughs> nothing yes, else. You get a little bit of an inside look of my life. So That's welcome right. to the dog and the child and the house and all the things. So hopefully, hopefully I'll see you over there. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank you. This was such a blast. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. How great was that y'all isn't Courtney just the best <laughs> don't you just feel like she's your best friend after that she's just so fun down to earth and y'all she is crazy crazy talented if you have not checked out her blog or Instagram or her books you that's your homework for today you have to go check her out Courtney Whitmore at Pizzazzery on Instagram and her website and all that good stuff. And we are actually going to be giving away a copy of her book, Pizzazzery, over on our Instagram at Twirl Talk Podcast. So be sure to check that out and enter to win that because trust me, it is worth having on your coffee table and taking notes out of because it's just, it'll blow your mind. She's so talented and creative and I'm just so thrilled. I'm so thrilled that she was a guest on the podcast. I feel so honored to have gotten to have that conversation with her, and I hope that it benefits you all if you throw parties and celebrations for people in your life, and if you are someone getting celebrations thrown for you in your season of life, I hope now you know, if you didn't already, great etiquette on ways to show gratitude for the people celebrating and loving you so well. Guys, you know the drill. If you loved what you heard today, please, please, please go onto your podcast app and leave a five-star rating and a kind review just so more and more people can know that this is a great place for them to come for advice and encouragement in the midst of the wedding planning but also in any season of life. If you want to catch our show notes, we've got some notes on the supplies places that Courtney mentioned where you can go and get awesome party supplies. So check that out if you are interested, which is twirlboutique.com slash podcast. And yeah, follow along with Courtney, like I said. And if you want to follow along with us, if you don't already, we're on Instagram over at twirllex or twirltalkpodcast. And again, there's going to be a giveaway of Courtney's book, Pizzazzery, over on Twirl Talk Podcast Instagram page. So check that out, enter to win. And until next week, guys, we love you. We appreciate you. And we hope you have a fantastic day. Talk to you soon.